millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. Do you believe in the paranormal? Do you believe in the supernatural? Whether you look among the stars and believe we are not alone, or perhaps seek refuge in the knowledge there is in fact an afterlife where loved ones are waiting for us, everyone has their own threshold and reasons for what they believe in. But. If you look at the world around us, not only is there claims of evidence within many of these beliefs, but there is truly the extraordinary already entangled in our lives. Things that are not based on claims or evidence, but simple facts and documentation. For example, can humans fly? Of course not, but the fact remains. With the use of helicopters, airplanes, and many other devices that supply the means, humans can take to the skies. How about dinosaurs? These creatures are long extinct, and yet we still have others who lived alongside them that are alive today. Such as crocodiles, whose ancestors date back as much as 95 million years ago. The world is filled with the bizarre, and if it were not for scientific evidence, they would be considered strange and nothing more than an urban legend. Like what about... Carnivorous plants, one such as seen in the 1986 Hollywood blockbuster, Little Shop of Horrors. Do they exist? Well, you can look towards many different and very real plants, such as the infamous Venus flytrap, 
a plant that feasts upon the flesh of insects with its powerful jaws. So if a plant like this exists, is it absurd to think that another might as well, one that really could feast on the flesh of humans and large animals? Well, enter the legend of the Yatevo. The earliest documented talks about the Yatevo are from an individual by the name of James W. Buell. However, before we explore his writings, we must first look at earlier claims of similar man-eating plants. In 1871, in the bustling city of New York, Edmund Spencer, a wordsmith for the esteemed New York world, wrote a story that would capture the imagination of readers far and wide. It was April 26, 1874, when Spencer's latest creation graced the pages of the daily edition of the New York world. But this was no ordinary story. It was a tale that would plant a seed of intrigue. The story claimed of a letter from a German explorer, Karl Leisch, who spoke on a chilling encounter with the Makoto tribe in Madagascar. They told the tale of witnessing their bizarre sacrifice to a man-eating tree, and the letter went as such. The slender, delicate palpi with the fury of starved serpents, quivered a moment over her head. Then, as if instinct with demonic intelligence fastened upon her in sudden recoil around and round her neck and arms, then, while her awful screams and yet more awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again into a gurgling moan, the tendrils, one after another, like great green serpents, with brutal energy and infernal rapidity, rose, retracted themselves, and wrapped around her about in fold after fold, ever tightening with cruel swiftness and savage tenacity of anacondas fastening upon their prey. The readers laid their eyes on the story, and they were taken aback by the idea of a plant that could indeed do something such as this. The story was picked up by many other news sources and newspapers of the time, which included the South Australian Register on the 27th of October, 1874. Now, fast forward a bit, and the man-eating tree's notoriety soared with a book called Madagascar, Land of the Man-Eating Tree, by Chase Osborne, a former governor of Michigan. Osborne boldly asserted that both tribes and missionaries in Madagascar were well acquainted with this monstrous tree, reinforcing the spine-chilling account first brought forward by Carl Leach. Fourteen years later, the truth unfolded like a plot twist in a gripping novel. 
The journal Current Literature exposed the whole saga as that of literary fiction. A narrative spun by none other than Edmund Spencer, the scribe from the very New York world. The tree that sent shivers down the spines of many turned out to be a creation of Spencer's imagination, leaving readers to ponder the thin line between fact and fiction. So it seems. We are left right back at square one, with a fictitious plot painting the image of a man eating carnivorous plant. But this is only regarding the infamous Madagascar tree, or also known as man-eating Madagascar tree. There is also a story that came out in October of 1891 by a man named William Thomas Steed. He intrigued readers with a chilling tale of a sinister plant in Nicaragua, known as the Vampire Vine. This plant, as per the story from Lucifer magazine, supposedly had the power to drain the blood of any living being it touched. Mr. Dunstan, a naturalist returning from Central America, recounted a harrowing encounter with this mysterious growth. While in the field, his dog's agonized cries led him to discover his pet was now ensnared in a web of root-like fibers. The native servants called it the Devil's Snare and shared stories of its deadly prowess. However, investigations later revealed discrepancies in the story and with Steed's account appearing to be another fabrication. The Yatevo, though some may argue as somewhat of a legend inspired by the Madagascar events, is a separate legend all on its own. In a book written by James W. Buell titled Sea and Land, from 1889, we can find the first documented sighting of the Yatevo, which is written two years prior to the claims of the Devil's Snare. This plant, which can be categorized by many as a cryptid, is a large plant that is said to be native to South Africa and South America. The name Yatevo is enough to instill fear in those who hear it as it translates to I see you already. As such, the plant is said to possess eyes in which it can literally see you approaching. I am sure if it does exist, it would most likely be able to sense far more than seeing you, perhaps even vibrations through its wide and tangled root system in the ground as you walk closer and closer, giving it the ability to know you are coming far before you even know you're in harm's way. Besides this, though, the Yatevo is also described as a very stunted tree or a bush with a large, thick trunk in the center of its mass. 
outstretched from there a long tendril-like branches that reach towards its unsuspecting prey with poisonous spines that resemble, and I quote, many huge serpents in an angry discussion, occasionally darting from side to side as if striking at an imaginary foe. With its grip, it is said to not discriminate of who it may grab a hold of, insects, tiny critters, and large beasts alike. It possesses a formidable might, even capable of ensnaring not just humans, but also the sturdy steed that they ride upon. If you find yourself walking through the trees in these areas, you may just hear its warning sound of a low, hissing, filling the air. If you do, watch your step and try to avoid losing your life. There is no proof surrounding the reality of the Yatevo. It could be another account of false claims, simply catching the reader's imagination and running wild for over a century. But on the flip side, what if these are not the words of fiction, but instead those of a man who has experienced horrors beyond the general knowledge of the world? After all, a considerable amount, in fact a very large portion of both regions where the Artevo are said to reside, remains unexplored today especially in the remote and inaccessible areas where such dense rainforests, mountains, and deserts exist. South America, particularly in the Amazon rainforest, remains relatively unexplored due to this dense vegetation and remote locations. Likewise, within certain areas of South Africa, especially in the less populated or challenging terrains. Perhaps, after all, it is not too far-fetched to think that this plant, the Yatevo, may exist, as it is already proven, as I mentioned before, that carnivorous plants do thrive in this world. Out there somewhere, in the thick vegetation, may be a plant that lays in wait waiting for the day that humanity walks upon its soil once again so it can reach out, hissing and grasping a hold. Just remember, when you are out there in the world, be careful where you tread, for there may lurk many things we do not understand. With each step, something may be waiting for you to make the wrong move, without you even knowing. Because, though you may not see it, it may see you already.